SmackDown. Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania Mystery. Look for it on DVD, Blu-ray, or digital HD. Welcome to Monday Movie Night Raw, the podcast about WWE studio movies. I'm your host, Miles Platt. If you'd like to borrow my copy of The Scorpion King, then email me at mmnrpodcast at gmail.com and I will send it to you with return postage. You can watch it, enjoy it, send it back, all free of charge. The Collector's Edition, widescreen DVD, you gotta love it. We have a great guest for us today. It's my very talented friend and actress and artist, Lindsay Normington, joining us remotely. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, I'm here doing the podcast for the first time in California where I live. Normally I do it in Michigan when I come home and visit. And it's Miles' birthday. Yes. (laughs) The lore, the Monday Movie Night Raw lore is deepening. We are recording (laughs) on my birthday for the first time ever. This is huge. Yeah. So this is also our first animated episode, movie movie that we've done. So many Um, firsts. I know, right? This is huge. So you picked this one. What made you go with the Scooby-Doo movie this time? Well, um, I got a very cryptic email from Miles, which (laughs) had no information. It was just a list of movies. (laughs) But I assumed that this was what you were asking. Which one do you want to do? And of course, I'm scrolling through all of them, and I have never heard of any of them. Um, And then I see Scooby-Doo, and... um, I'm like, what the fuck? How there's a Scooby-Doo WWE crossover? I have to know. So that was immediately, that's what caught my interest, and I was like, we gotta do it. And that's exactly what this is. It's like a really insane, like fever dream Scooby-Doo <laughs> wrestling crossover. It's, it might be one of the best movies I've ever seen. I'm not totally positive, <laughs> but yeah, I guess I just want to do some brief Scooby-Doo history. So. Scooby-Doo was born out of this like late 60s shift in cartoon programming, like Space Ghost and Birdman. Do you remember that those shows that were they rebooted no. them on uh, Adult Swim and like redubbed them? Oh, Birdman. Yeah. Okay. I do know about that one then. Yeah. So in like 69, those both got canceled because they were considered too violent for kids. And there was Ooh. this kind of uh, the CBS was seeing this like rise in more like kid friendly programming, like the Archie show. Yeah. And um so well the song Sugar Sugar Riverdale. Yes, Riverdale. You know the song <laughs> Sugar 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 Sugar. Dun, 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 yeah. Yeah. You are my candy girl. Yeah, okay. That was originally sung by the Archies for the Archie show and then it hit Billboard Top 100 um in 1969 and stayed there number 1 for 4 weeks. So uh Hanna-Barbera was like we got to tap into this shit. We got to get ourselves our own Archie show. So they started developing this show that was a band like the archies but they also solved mysteries on the side after their gigs and the original name was mystery five but then it was originally later changed to sasa or who's sasa scared which is um what yes like sister scared like james charles no (laughs) i'm so sister scared right now (laughs) hi sister scared no like s dash s scared like they're stuttering who's sasa scared oh my goodness that's that's cute, but that's too much. <laughs> I know. Well, CBS turned it down because it was too scary. So they reworked it and got rid of the rock band elements and kind of uh, made it more about Shaggy and Too Much. That was Scooby's original name. What? Too Much. Yeah. Terrible name, right? That's so weird. I know. Then a bit of self-mythologizing. Um, Fred Silverman, the executive at CBS, said that he came up with the name Scooby-Doo on like an airplane flight while he was napping, which is like 
such a JK Rowling <laughs> move, like total bullshit. Like that's not what actually. Yeah, and Scooby Doo is Jewish. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just you know tapping into the JK Rowling thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so. Do you have like a, everybody has a history of Scooby-Doo. It's been yeah. syndicated since the eighties. What is your like earliest memory with Scooby-Doo? Um, okay. And I was just thinking about this actually when I was watching it because I did, I loved Scooby-Doo when I was growing up. Um, and they, they played the older version and they also played what's new Scooby-Doo, uh-huh. but I don't think I watched that one as much. And then there was also like the teen Scooby-Doo gang. Do you remember that one? I don't remember. It was a game. No, they were like um, they were like teenagers. Right. Okay. I don't know if that was the same thing as what's new Scooby Doo or what. Well, so do you remember that? I well, I do know they kind of age them differently depending on what run yeah. it is. Because um, after Turner Network got the rights to it in 1994, they started airing on Cartoon Network and Boomerang, and then it kind of got this resurgence. So in 1988, they started doing those straight to DVD movies like Zombie Island right. and yes. The Witch's Ghost. Yeah, those yeah. were the ones that like Scooby-Doo, Zombie Island, amazing. I have that on VHS. I love that one. And also, um, I'm just looking it up right now. Scooby-Doo Ghoul School. That's what it's called. Okay. Have you seen that one? No. It's is got that- like, they go to ghoul school, which is like this school for girls. And they're all like these cool, um, like young girls who are all like different kinds of monsters. Like one's like a Frankenstein girl. One's like a vampire girl. One's like a little mummy girl. And that was like, that was my favorite. Cause I was like, Ooh, all these like spooky young. Yeah. They got like a Loch Ness monster girl and like a a Mothman girl, Sasquatch girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, so in those, reboot those movies zombie island and whatnot they're a little bit older they're like not in high school really they're kind of because in that movie the start of it they're like broken up and they get the gang back together right yeah Yeah. so mad at each other mm -hmm. and then those run of movies ended in 2001 with cyber chase which we all love cyber chase yeah (laughs) (laughs) and that was also uh with the witch's ghost the iconic iconic band the hex girls yes everybody loves the hex girls Yes, I love that. Okay, this is hilarious to me in my research. Casey Kasem, uh, a strict vegetarian, relinquished the role of Shaggy after having to provide the voice for a 1995 Burger King commercial. Wow. (laughs) Wait, he relinquished it? Yeah, he was like, fuck this. I'm not doing the role anymore. Oh, because he had to do the Burger King commercial as as Shaggy. As Shaggy, yeah. I thought they were separate and that he was just like I like self like fla- like flagellating, just like total self punishment. Like I don't deserve anything anymore. <laughs> well, it seems like bullshit because Shaggy's not a vegetarian. He eats mad meat all the time. Right. He's got. But a he big didn't want to. You know, that was all imaginary meat. Now he was really contributing to the True. industrialization of animal slaughter. <laughs> But for me, look, if you landed a role like that, it's like getting a, a main role on SpongeBob. Like, that's money for life. That's never going away. Yeah, for real. I don't know why. Well, and, and, and it does bother me because through the different iterations, I think the thing that stands out most um, as far as differences go is like uh, Shaggy's voice sounds different by different voice artists. And it like really rubs me the wrong way. Like, that was one of the first things I noticed about this one, actually, is that he sounded, like, just, like, a little off to me. It's Matthew Lillard. Is it really? Yeah. He's been doing the voice since 2010 for everything animated. 
Oh, well, now I feel bad because I love <laughs> Matthew Lillard. I know, because he's the best Shaggy. Oh. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and also um, Frank Wilker, who does Fred, he does it in this movie, too, and he's been doing it since for 50 years since the show started back in the That's 70s. Crazy. I know, it's really How do you cool. still sound the same? It's crazy. I was watching an interview, and yeah, he, he kind of just switches his voice in this other octave, because he does kind of wow. sound like an old man, but mm-hmm. then he kind of switches into the Fred voice. He also does Scooby, too. Which wow. um, is kind of why I have a problem with this new Scoob movie that's out. Have you, you've seen the trailers I've for it? I've seen the ads for it, yeah. Right. Okay, one, why does every animated movie have a one-word title now? Because like, <laughs> kids are so stupid. <laughs> Frozen, Scoob, Onward, Tangled. Like, <clears throat> Trolls. Trolls. <laughs> Trolls 2 World Tour. Troll 2. <laughs> oh, no, they're eating her. <laughs> Sing that song that I like so much. Row, row, row your boat. <laughs> For those who don't know, this is a movie. I don't know when it came out. The 90s, I guess. Troll 2, I think so. Yeah, and it's just insane uh, nightmare made by this man who knows Americans, okay? He knows Americans. Yeah, this Italian couple who is very, uh, yeah, they know Americans. And my other problem with this Scoob movie is if you have the guy that does Fred, Frank Wilker, why did you cast Zach, Zach Efron to do Fred? Like, Fred is supposed to sound kind of dopey. Like, come on, gang. Like, let's get them. Ugh. Not, yeah. like, sexy. Like, what's going on? <laughs> right. He's, like, a total. He's, like, the, like, he's got, like, the alpha body type, but he's, like, a total simp. He's such a simp. Okay. <laughs> he's such a simp in this movie. Especially. He is. Okay. When, in the hotel, when the first time we see them in the hotel room. Why does the dog get a bed and Fred and he's sleeps sleeping on the on couch? The couch? <laughs> if my friend was like, "Oh, sorry, bro, my dog gets the bed," I would just laugh and get in the bed. <laughs> yeah, Hell no. it's such a joke. Anyway, <laughs> I know, and he's always getting swerved by Daphne. Oh yeah, I know. So Scooby Doo WrestleMania Mystery is the first Scooby Doo movie to receive a TV PG rating due to the violence from the wrestling. All the others have oh. TV by seven. Wow. I know. So this came but out like, 20- that's, that's worse than like scary monster, like zombies, like getting their heads pulled off and stuff. Cause that happens in zombie <laughs> Island. No. Cause the zombies are real in that one. Right. And they're actually scary. That is really scary. I know when they're like scratching the paint off the wall and there's like the words underneath the paint. Yes. I know that scared the shit out of me. Um, when this movie originally debuted on Cartoon Network, they changed the name to Scooby-Doo WWE mystery, which the execs never said why, but they did. But then all subsequent releases are WrestleMania mystery, which is kind of weird. But Quite the discrepancy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, I guess we could just get into the plot now if you want. All right, let's, let's rock with it. Okay. I've so never movie- said that before, and I'm never <laughs> saying it again. <laughs> yeah, let's rock with it. <laughs> I mean, Everyone I'll rock with it. Let's do that. it. It was a momentary lapse. Judgment. I had a small brain aneurysm and said, let's rock with it. <laughs> um, the movie opens, and we see Kane walking down a road at night towards WWE City. And then just then, The Miz comes jogging up the Miz. road. Miz! Okay, I'm sorry. I was just so excited because I actually realized who it was before I, like, because he's doing the, what does he say? I'm who's, aw- awesome. who's awesome. I'm awesome. Yes. Right. So you and I have a relationship with The Miz because yes. we did uh, Santa's, Santa's Little Helper. Helper, where he is really tight with Santa Claus. We have a relationship. With, we are in a polyamorous relationship with The Miz. <laughs> yeah, with uh, The Miz and short ear or flat ears or whatever. And, um, <laughs> round ears. <laughs> round ears. 
and uh, Paige. Uh, right, so he's running down the street, the Miz, and then um, he runs into Kane, who's back after he lost his last match. And then Kane picks up the Miz, but drops him and disappears. And then this big demon bear comes popping out and attacks the Miz. And mm-hmm. I really like the design of the bear. I think it's cool. It's got the flames and the fur. Uh, yeah, flame. it's very much looking like a like traditional tattoo that I would see on some guy I meet on Tinder. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and like the bear spits like black. Like yes, I saw that. Spit and bl- I'm like assuming that this is a person in a mask and a costume as it usually is. These right. are incredible practical effects. Is it oil? Because he's a robot. Oh wow! Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the Scooby Doo trope, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and he also has like a skull head. It's pretty cool. Yeah. The, the bear kicks the Miz out of his clothes and into the WWE City <laughs> billboard. And I love this peak comedy, uh, heart-shaped boxers. So funny yes. to me. Wait, I, I have to that. ask a question just here and now. Is WWE City a real place? No, it is so dystopian and fucked up. I cannot believe it. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> okay. Like, I could have looked that up on my own, but I... <laughs> I... I was watching it like, this is so depressing. Like, they have all the superstars living there. They have their right. own police force, their own law system. It's They've like, got like a Mount Rushmore, but instead of the president's faces, it's just got the championship belt carved yeah. into the side of the mountain. Everyone lives in these like modern prison homes. It's really sad. <laughs> They're like locked in into a gate. It's like, yeah. And the, the thing, the fucked up part is I could see this actually happening. Like at some point, corporations are going to start running cities and naming, like it's going to be Disney City in Orlando at some point. Right. I mean, what is it now? Isn't it? Is it Celebration Village or whatever? Right. They do have that. Yeah. Celebration something. Um, well, and mentality. Right. Well, Disney wanted to make Epcot like its own city, which is just like a total millionaire pipe dream that someone would Bonkers. Have. Imagine being the type of person who wants to live there. I mean, I want to live on Margaritaville Resort really bad. Okay, but that's different. There's <laughs> a lot of taste and class associated with that. <laughs> Honestly. No joke, I would be a janitor at Margaritaville Resort if I could like have a house on the property. If anybody out here is scouting for janitors, please contact Miles. You've got his email from the beginning of the podcast. Right, guys. That's my email. Fins up, land sharks. Let's do this thing. <laughs> so um yeah, love heart shaped boxers, classic cartoon bit. We love to see it. Then we get the title sequence. Um, after that, we see that Scooby and Shaggy are playing a video game in Shaggy's living room. They don't have controllers, though, so I'm guessing it's some kind of like Xbox Connect thing. With the yeah, camera. It, it, yeah, it's definitely like scanning their. Which I was confused at first by that because I thought that they were just watching someone wrestling. Pl- I thought they were watching like it, Twitch, like some kind of playthrough. Yeah, and then he started doing the dance, and it was judging him. And I'm like, oh, this is a game. This is part of it, <laughs> right? So they won the game on the hardest level, which unlocks this, like you said, this dance thing and scooby does it then wins and Mm -hmm. vince mcmahon pops up on the screen and tells him that he wins this all expense trip to wwe city for one week because he was able to win this dance thing right there's the sweepstakes built into the game which is something i've never heard of and i'm very curious about the logistics that go into something like that well it's it's fake cookie set it up you know yeah with the fake emails um (laughs) So later at the Burger Binge, which is a really fucked up name for a restaurant, uh, Shaggy convinces everyone to come on the trip with them. 
uh, by guilting them because they had to because sh- they shaved Scooby so he could pose as a hairless Chihuahua and they felt yeah, bad they, about it. They've got a stack of papers. They're all like, "We don't want to go to see that wrestling bullshit. We're grown." <laughs> and then they pull out a stack of photos, which is very reminiscent of like embarrassing snapshots of SpongeBob at the Christmas party. Like yes. <laughs> all these times that they had to dress in, in humiliating costumes for the <laughs> gang. Um, and at one point, they're like. Scooby's dressed as a cow and they're like he almost got milked Scooby's (laughs) like it was so humiliating I'm like there's your TV PG rating right it's dark yeah (laughs) I don't know Scooby could milk me if you wanted dang (laughs) (laughs) Um, Velma says like oh sure I can study the similarities between ancient warriors and WWE superstars which I don't know about all that but it's it's a reoccurring plot um fred and daphne also agree to to go so in the van scooby and shaggy forgot to pack the luggage because they were too busy packing snacks but mm-hmm. then shaggy points out that they all wear the same clothes every day anyway so it doesn't matter nice little fourth wall Very or something funny. there hilarious um they almost hit a raccoon and swerve off the road and the car uh the, so their the car crashes another car rolls up to help and inside is cookie um, who we meet he's a washed up wwe star who is yeah, like, has his leg in a brace knee brace to boot which he says that he built the brace which is very strange to me yeah well <laughs> that's our little hint into his oh, capabilities right okay okay and then and his, gotta, go ahead his nephew mm-hmm, ruben, ruben you know they're both just big hunks of man and who else is in there, Miles? Yeah, jogging alongside them is John Cena, the man himself. <laughs> um, the reason he has to jog- they're following him in the car is because there's been a lot of bear attacks on joggers, so they've been following them um, while they do it. <laughs> uh, John Cena takes off his shirt and lifts the van out of the ditch. And- it's entirely, I have to say, this is like my fantasy. Like Absolutely. I'm broken down on the side of the road and John Cena comes and rescues me that's 100% my kink and I don't know why I've always been super attracted to John Cena he's like not my type in any capacity but oh he's so hot yeah and his voice too I even just listening to him (laughs) that's true yeah he has a really gross sex scene in the marine and I love it oh wow I haven't seen that Oh, you got to watch it. Okay, yeah. You don't Writing have to it watch down. it. Later today, as soon as this <laughs> is done. I'm just skipping to the scene. Right. Um, so um, Velma's like totally smitten with... Uh, um, no, Daphne. Sorry, Daphne is to- totally smitten with John Cena. She's like, I did not know that WWE superstars were so hot. I mean, I mean strong. strong. <laughs> <laughs> like, same girl. <laughs> Uh, then Scooby chases a raccoon and it sl- and slips and ends up covered in mud and sticks and leaves. And Shaggy finds him and thinks he's a monster. Oh Classic yeah, classic Scooby Doo bit. Love that. I wrote something really edgy. Um, oh please, I don't know if I should say it. Absolutely. Well, there's different points in this movie where like Scooby is just like a veteran with PTSD. Like you know, like he's like normal, and well, he's not normal. He's a talking dog. Let's get one thing straight. <laughs> um, but like he just interacts with people like like it's nobody's business. And then he sees the raccoon, and he just like a switch flips. And like yes. I don't trust that dog. No, I don't. I think you know. Well, and then later on, he gets hypnotized with post hypnotic suggestions. So he's yeah. like clearly not well. 
Mm-mm. He's very susceptible. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I don't trust him. He's not a good member of the team at all. Um, they, they run into this dude in the woods who's got a shotgun and sunglasses mm-hmm. on at night, and the raccoon is his pet. So <laughs> he's definitely like a Trump supporter type to like protest quarantine. Like he's some sort of like right winger. Yeah. Um, he shoots his gun and tells him to get off his property. Um, so John like Cena. The woods are his property. Yeah, just all of the woods <laughs> outside of um, this man must be very rich. All the woods outside of WWE City belong to him. Mm-hmm. Um, John Cena feels bad that the guy was so mean to them, so he offers them VIP seats to the live WWE event tonight. Thank um, God he was carrying those in his pocket. Right, just whips them out and gives them to him <laughs> in case he ever has to apologize. Right, he just has to make it up to somebody. Um, the event, okay, I don't want to say this, but the event's kind of depressing. It's like this CGI rendered WWE arena, and we just see this like animated actual wrestling, and it looks yeah. good, I guess, but part of me feels like it was like this contractually obligated thing where like Hanna-Barbera had to like make WWE yeah. look really good in order to partner with them. I think so. Though I did like that they threw in the um, kind of cartoon version of wrestling where Big Show pulls out like a whole picnic table and smashes it over John Cena's yeah. head. Like that was very funny. Um, after the event, the gang hitch a ride and send Kara's convertible to the WWE training camp, which is like, like we said, some kind of super modern prison where they all live. Right. Um, and like, then, a, like a Hunger Games like training camp. Right. Yes. Yeah, so there's like, like these shipping containers they all live in and there's this massively <laughs> carved uh wwe championship belt on the mountainside it's very fucked up um so at the camp ruben's arguing with cookie because cookie won't help him get into wwe because he might get hurt like cookie did right cookie which tells- stands to which which begs the question if if you're so worried about your nephew getting injured wrestling why is he so jacked like he's, he's clearly he's clearly like compulsively working out. He could be injured at any moment. You exactly. Know? Now all of a sudden it's a problem. And he's young and he probably takes his vitamins. So like yeah. he, he if he breaks a bone, it'll heal. Right. Um, but Cookie tells Ruben that he should stick to computer classes. That's the ticket, Ruben. Computers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very progressive. Right. Um, so then later we get the, uh, hotel room scene where Fred's being a total simp and sleeping on um, the couch, sleeping on the He's couch, like, lights out boys. <laughs> right. Good night boys. I'm going to go curl up on the couch. <laughs> um, then Scooby has his dream where he's wrestling junk food and it's weirdly long. I feel like they're trying to fill time with it. Yeah. I kind of loved it though. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I loved watching him wrestle a big shake. It was really like two hot dogs at once. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> no, me. <I> it. <laughs> me, two hot dogs. Chili, please. <laughs> um, so, but when he comes to, he is like on top of the bear and Shaggy's like, like Scoob, what are you doing on that yeah, bear? He's outside. He's having a night terror, only furthering my theory about him being a, you know, a war vet. Um, I didn't write it down, but I, while I was doing research for this, I read this Wired article where this guy, like, um, psychoanalyzed the five main characters and, like, gave them disorders that they probably had. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Scooby's was, like, um, some kind of paranoid disorder. So I'm like, yeah. you're not too far off. <laughs> wow. I almost put it in my notes, but then I was like, this is kind of problematic. Like, I don't think we should be, like, self-diagnosing <laughs> these cartoon characters. So really I armchairing these uh, diagnoses. 
but uh yeah so then they run away from the bear all the superstars come out and fight off the bear yeah Um, john cena says back off ugly (laughs) which is also my kink i want him to say that to me like (laughs) if he said back off ugly to me i think i would just crumple like in a good way you just collapse yeah and (laughs) brodus clay says time to call your mama (laughs) is that his catchphrase uh, his catchphrase is like "get funky," which he says a few times throughout this. Oh yeah, but, wait, he's the one who goes "funkadelic." Yeah, "funkadelic," <laughs> something like that. But Brodus Clay is totally canceled because he's not with WWE anymore, and he's like a conservative talking head now for a show oh, called no. On PC. But then he's not even on that show anymore because he caught a sexual harassment charge from his co-host on that show. Oh God! So he's like totally trash. Canceled, big um, time. Yeah, I just recorded an episode a couple weeks ago where he gets like his like a uh, buffalo build like someone puts his skin over top of him in the movie no one lives oh my god it's really insane that's insane um so the next morning we meet this woman iconic love her miss richards she's the best she's beautiful she's, hair yeah she's i love the trope of like the head bitch in charge with like the platinum hair and she's like slim thick like she she looks just like the woman from uh incredibles yes mirage mm-hmm. she also reminds me of the like uh mean exec lady from grandma got run over by a reindeer yes <laughs> like sexy and mean yeah such a trope and i but I, but we love to see it mm-hmm. um she tells the gang that there's been a lot of bear attacks um and fred's like looks like we've got another mystery on our hands gang <laughs> and then mince mcmahon shows up and recruits the gang to help solve the mystery so McMahon is worried that the championship belt will be damaged by the bear, but Miss Richards tells them that the belt is heavily guarded with laser trip wires, and it's in like this safe in this special bunker. Yeah. They also say that the belt is made of gold and priceless gems, but mm-hmm. um, let me tell you guys, the WWE championship belt is made of oh. plated aluminum and cubic <laughs> zirconium, so it's not anything There was fancy. no way. <laughs> um, but in-universe, it's very fancy um that night uh scooby and shaggy take these huge stacks of pizza back to their hotel room and they eat it all and pass out total goals that's what i'm trying to do tonight for my birthday um fred leaves to maybe get a photo of the uh ghost bear and he locks the door behind him so scooby can't walk like sleepwalk and get into trouble right right but that night scooby gets hypnotized by these glowing lights outside of the hotel room um so the next morning the cops come in and miss richard shows up at the hotel room and shows security footage of scooby stealing the belt and shaggy is so shaggy just lets the feds right in the door yeah what the fuck what kind of stoner is he (laughs) (laughs) he's like like zoinks and like walk in uh this is gonna be the episode of bad scooby-doo impressions um (laughs) pretty good Thank you, actually. Yeah, thank you. Actually, I think I'm good, too. I can do a worse impression of someone if it'll make you feel better. Do one. Yeah, let's do one. Uh, wait. Oh, should, should I be Scooby? Yeah, do Scooby. Oh, Shaggy. That was for your birthday, and it's never happening again. Thank you. I really needed that. You're you're giving Frank Wilker a run for his money with that one. Yeah. Um. So he's like, I, I didn't steal the belt. I'm just here in bed. But he's literally wearing the belt. And then they have the footage of him doing this, the dance, from which yeah. we know, as we can tell, is the dance from the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they are, so the WWE city cops arrest Scooby. 
which they have their own police force, their own laws. It's very fucked up. So yeah. John Cena and Sin Cara are there and they are really disappointed in Scooby. <laughs> which if John Cena looked at me with a face of disappointment, I would probably kill myself. I would kill myself immediately. And Scooby <laughs> is going to jail. Literally jail. How do you put a dog in jail? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your dog is going to jail. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's always so questionable. Yeah. Like, like in the Scooby-Doo movie where he's like flying on the airplane. Oh, wait, he flies he, an airplane? But he's disguised as like a grandma. Oh. Remember this? Oh, yes. In the live action one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, oh, you're... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, your grandma. There she is. <laughs> well, he's not really like a dog, you know? Like he's a great Dane, but he doesn't look like one. And he like yeah. he's kind of like some kind of demon, really. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Like he's not really an an animal at all. Um. Uh so Velma shows gathers everybody up, shows everyone that the dance Scooby does is the same as the dance from the video game. Someone has Yes, she pr- casts her iPad onto the Jumbotron. <laughs> yes, she's like, let me show you something. I'm gonna show you something, ugly ass noodlehead. So someone has programmed Scooby with a post-hypnotic suggestion to steal the belt by adding flashing lights to the video game, which plant the post-hypnotic suggestion. Got it. Everybody got it straight. Duh. <laughs> but Vince McMahon's like, all right, great theory and everything, but facts are facts. Scooby stole the belt, so he's going to jail. And because Shaggy's game was hacked, he's an accomplice and going to jail too. Right, which doesn't make any sense. How is no. that his fault? But laws are laws. And speaking of laws, per WWE city law, <laughs> um, the, <laughs> anyone can compete in the ring for their innocence. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? So it's, instead of going to trial, you can compete against for for any crime and make it sound like so I just love the thought of like I could go and murder somebody and then if I win in the ring, then I'm I'm free. Right, and not so, only am I free, I'm like a revered champion. Right, right. You can have like a serial killing spree and everybody would give you a belt. <laughs> well, if to me it feels like a way for the city to like make content, like they just incriminate people for things they didn't do so they have to compete in the ring um so scooby and shaggy have to compete against kane in order to win their freedom so then we get this montage of montage of aj lee and cookie helping train scooby and shaggy the next day and ruben is pissed because his uncle will help them train but not him Mm -hmm. and it's his dream to be a wwe superstar not computer science uh that night the gang goes looking for ghost bear tracks and um the scary trump supporters in the woods and he shoots a rock with a shotgun which causes this avalanche of boulders to come rolling down (laughs) so the gang's running away from a bunch of rolling boulders but john cena jumps in and stops the boulders with his bare hands and the john cena music kicks in and everything yes Yes, i love very exciting Mm -hmm. um they end up at the bear cave and they find the skeleton of the original bear we kind of skipped over this because I didn't think it was totally important, but John Cena gives us this like lore on where right. the ghost bear came from, which is it's like, like what's his name? Sincaro. Yeah, Sincaro. His great grandfather fought the original bear yeah. in the ring, which is like, I was like, fighting bears is wrong. Right. Like they made the bear out to be this big villain because he was so vicious and shit. And I was like, yeah, you were a bunch of humans hitting him and stuff. Right. They made the bear seem like sentient. They were like, the bear was the greatest wrestling champion of all time. I'm like, wait. 
so we beat the shit out of him. Well, I was also bumping on, he said it was 100 years ago, but it was his great, great, great grandfather. I'm like, how many, like, are you just pumping these kids out? Like, yeah, <laughs> that, that many generations only in 100 years? Wow. <laughs> so deep in the cave, they find a workshop with books on hypnosis, a clue, evidence, and they find schematics for an EMP. John Cena tells them that an EMP is an electromagnetic pulse. It's a device that can turn off elect- electronics in its range. Which is like a little sus. Like, why do you know that, John Cena? I almost right. felt like he was a suspect at that point. So did I. I was like, they're not going to really do my man like that, are they? <laughs> that would be crazy if he was the villain. <laughs> I would love that. I mean, I would hate it, actually. I'd be really sad. Yeah. Um, there's also a calendar with the date for WrestleMania circled on it. With the words R.I.P. W.W.E. <laughs> Great rhyme. What could that mean? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> um, just then the ghost bear shows up and chases them through the cave. And uh, then the cave, uh, Fred like shoots some kind of like helium tank at the bear and it breaks yeah. like the cave. And then it starts filling with water. So they're all rushing down the, the cave through the like rivers of the cave and then Velma and Fred and Daphne get on a table, and then Shaggy and Scooby, Scooby are riding John Cena like a boat. Who's unconscious. Unconscious. <laughs> and it's like, um, it's like they're riding him like, like David Hasselhoff. Like it's in a total Spongebob Hasselhoff movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, they wash up on shore, and they're okay, but they lost the evidence. So Because of Fred's camera. Right, did they lose the camera? By the bear. It was oh. bitten by the bear, which oh, okay. <laughs> it was not crushed during the avalanche or damaged by the water during the flood. It was bitten. It was eaten by the bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Daphne takes a photo in the water, like with her phone. Yeah. So some kind of water. I don't know. We got an otter box on that thing. I don't know. They got good tech. Yeah, great tech. Got a good gack. Um, they f- so they wash up on shore and they find a storm drain in the cave that leads back to WWE City. So they know that the caves are attached to WWE City, giving the bear access to the city. Um, the gang tells Miss Richards that they think someone will use the EMP to kill the lights during WrestleMania. But Richards says canceling WrestleMania is like canceling Christmas. We can't do that. Yeah. Um, so Fred says they will set a trap at the match for the bear. Um, the match is billed, this is so funny, Kane versus Skinny Man and Dead Meat. Yeah, they didn't mention how they got those names if they were just assigned to them. I mean, they must have been. They're, they're kind of derogatory. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> right. Uh, dog Meat, yum, delicious. <laughs> and then Body Shaming, great. Yeah, we love to see it. <laughs> um, so the rest of the gang's in position for the trap. Velma thinks that the EMP device is inside the WWE championship belt since it's right near the ring. But Miss Miss Richards won't take the belt out of the safe to check it. And Velma says, if only I had a magnet to check it. And then Sin Cara shows up with a magnet and gives it to Velma, which she uses to like... Because because luchadors are always prepared for anything. That's how that's explained away. Yes. He just backflips in with a magnet. I'm like, this is amazing writing i aspire <laughs> to be able to come up with something like that yeah and sin cara doesn't talk so he just dances which john cena interprets words out of it's like there's something problematic going on there i'm not positive yeah right i'm it's not like really i sure. mean is sin cara a real wrestler yeah and i think i don't and know him that well speak? i yeah i think his bit is that he doesn't talk there's something 
<laughs> something to unpack, but probably I'm not the one to do it. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> I'm not in a position. Um, but since, uh, so the belt's magnetized, so they know that it's made of iron, not gold. So it's a fake. Um, the belt goes off though. They, I don't know. They try to launch Scooby or Shaggy out of the ring. I don't know what was happening there. Yeah. The, but, with the EMP is what it is, right? To stop everything. Right. Because there's like a countdown on it. And I was like, wait, is it a bomb? But no, <laughs> it just, it turned out, it turns down all the lights and it turns off the like TVs of the people watching at home. Right. And they're like, man, what the heck? Yes. This is awful. <laughs> Man, fuck WWE. <laughs> this is bunk. So yeah, the- RIP WWE. <laughs> yeah, I'm never buying this pay-per-view again. <laughs> uh, the bear appears at the Texas Stadium. <clears throat> All the WWE superstars pull out flares and then light fuses that start green lights or like green flames throughout the stadium. Yeah. And all the fans think it's part of the show. Yay. So <laughs> the match is back on. Um then Scooby pretends he's in the video game and does the dance and like kicks Kane's ass. Yeah, it's kind of like a karate kid moment where like Shaggy is like, do the dance, Scoop. You know how to do it. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> wax on, wax off. That's like you've been training for this without even knowing it. Um so uh but the bear so oh so outside Triple H turns on the generators with that are like hooked up to like uh, semi-trucks or something turn all the lights back on the broadcast is back on the bear tries to escape but all the doors seal and then um ruben shows up in his wrestling outfit the bone crusher yeah which and is- one of the bones falls off which i'm like what is- was that just supposed to be like it's just a janky so green you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he said that he ordered the bones online <laughs> Which is really funny. <laughs> Interesting side story. I would love to see more about that. Yeah, eBay steal. Yeah, nobody was bidding. It just like the I got them as a really really cheap. <laughs> I wonder what kind of bones they are. Human. <laughs> they are human bones. Um, so he ends up in the ring with Kane and Cena and Sin Cara and Scooby and Shaggy. You and mean, then f- you mean dog meat and skinny man? Sorry, yes, <laughs> skinny man and and uh, dog, dead meat, dead meat, not dog. <laughs> I meat. like dog meat better. <laughs> That's really something. Um, I like dog meat better too, but I don't think they could have done that on the kids show. <laughs> um, Fred activates the cage, and so now it's a cage match with the bear, and they mm-hmm. kick the bear's ass. He's down. Um, the- Kane helps them take the bear down too, which I like because Kane is not always a bad guy he's there to help sometimes yeah um he's just playing his heel you know he's a good guy yeah the ghost bear is the real heel exactly so kane kind of gets like a heel turn if it were if it were a pivot a pivot baby pivot (laughs) turn so um they kick the bear's ass they knock him down scooby does the like final move like belly flop onto him which and, crushes the entire stage yeah. and causes the cage to all fall apart and shit. <laughs> Very strong. Right. So then, of course, in the spirit of Scooby-Doo, someone is always behind the mask, right? Yeah. The demasking Fred- ceremony ensues. <laughs> um, Fred takes off the mask and underneath is who? <gasps> cookie. Ruben can't believe cookie. it. Fucking cookie. Okay. So now I'm just going to read this whole thing verbatim because it's amazing and completely insane. 
Um, so after uh, Cookie got hurt in the ring in the past, <clears throat> I quote, he started to truly resent WWE because he knew he could never be the champion he always wanted to be. That resentment turned to hatred over the years as he trained others into being what he could not. That's when he developed his plan for revenge. But that wouldn't be enough. He needed a pawn to steal the championship belt. That's when he devised the idea of hacking into a video game and placing post-hypnotic suggestions into it. That game would become part of a contest, which Cookie set up with fake emails he sent throughout WWE. That's why he used the bear to attack your video game studio to cover his tracks. The contest assured that only the most skilled pawn would show up at WWE City to aid in the theft. Cookie then used flashing lights to trigger Scooby's post-hypnotic programming. When Cookie identified the belt in Scooby's bed as the championship belt, he was lying. He'd already switched them. With Scooby taking the blame, Cookie was able to carry out his ultimate plan, which was to turn out the lights and with the help of the bear, create so much panic and injury that WrestleMania would have been completely ruined and WWE would never recover. It's just such a shame because he's obviously a very skilled engineer, right? Mm -hmm. He could have just built himself like a robo leg or like he seems very mobile when he's in the bear suit, you know? Yeah. Like these, you know, cybernetic enhancements. He, he could have wrestled as some kind of like cool cyborg cookie, but instead yeah. he just uses powers for evil. And it's such a um, like Ice Princess, your dream, not my dream moment. <laughs> he's clearly the one into computers, not Ruben. Yeah. Oh, Ruben's good at computers too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I might, how'd they get this much circumstantial evidence just from all that? I don't know. Yeah. The fake, the fake emails is what sends me. I'm like, what? like, why did he have to, why did he have to create a bunch of fake emails? But, and why did it work? <laughs> I know. Like, they're just so not, there's no checks and balances at this company. Like, I, I want to try that. <laughs> just send out email. I mean, it you sounds try. so easy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is such a mouthful. I started laughing like when I was watching it halfway through. I'm like, how is this still going on? This is so much. Um, yeah, Cookie's also wearing the belt, and so yeah, yeah. John Cena reaches like inside of the bear suit, like he's like a build a bear, and just yanks it out. <laughs> yeah, yanks out the belt. Um, everyone cheers, and um, Cookie. Oh, and then Velma says that Cookie could have lived off the gold and jewels for the rest of his life if he was able to steal the belt. <laughs> so funny though okay i won't totally bash that because if there is this wwe city then they might might have like upped the ante on the belt you know yeah so i could see it being actually a nice fancy belt what is he gonna do go pawn it (laughs) he's gonna cut it up into a bunch of little pieces or Or uncut gems take it it. apart he was gonna be able to eat it and live off of it for the rest of his life (laughs) (laughs) we love eating eating gems right <laughs> um but he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for those meddling kids and their dog ladies and gentlemen <laughs> uh, uh so vince mcmahon tells ruben that he can join wwe after he was so um he showed such courage in the ring there and then scooby and shaggy both get awarded the belt because they're the champions and kane shakes their hand and congratulates them then everyone chants scooby-doo Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Which, and, like, how did they know his name when he yeah. was previously being identified as dead meat? Yeah, what the hell? And also, why are they only chanting for him? Why is he the champ? Wasn't he a part of a tag team? Yeah. That's um, not how it works. And the only reason he won was because of the post-hypnotic suggestion 
that cookie implanted in him. Can you believe that? What was supposed to advance his evil plan ended up working against him in the end. Oh, I never really thought about it like that. That's so true. Yeah. Um, yeah, also the match was between Kane and them, not the bear. So they didn't right. win. They didn't defeat Kane. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's the movie. That's now the movie. we got to rate the movie, get it on the, the scale yeah. there with the rest of them. We got a pixelina rate it out of though. Um, okay. I was thinking fake EMP WrestleMania belts. I don't know if you have any other. That's ideas. great. I love that. Okay, we'll do that one then. Um, so you know how this works? There's five categories. Each category is worth one point, and mm-hmm. we get a total score with that. Okay. Category one is believability. <clears throat> um, I can go first, or you can. You go first. Okay. I think this movie's highly believable. Um. <laughs> I, I, I'm, skept- I'm skeptical of giving it a one, like 100%, because if we're thinking in-universe, all this stuff is possible. I can see this is some kind of dystopian future where this stuff does happen. Yeah. Um, nothing's really that outrageous, except for maybe the email thing, but even that, I'm like, <laughs> kind of could see it working. Right. Um, so I'm going to give it 100% believability. Okay. Yeah, the believability category is like totally changed when it's an animated movie yeah i think so too universe that already exists and they had me questioning whether or not wwe city was a real place right um so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm I'm not gonna go all the way i'm gonna give the 90 a 90 all right so we got a 0.95 for believability two is costumes which i'm sure we're in a 100 agreement here the costumes are fucking amazing in this movie yes I love I love the classic Scooby Doo look. <clears throat> I love mm-hmm. that they have kept the look for so long. Um, orange shirt, Shaggy ain't got shit on green shirt, sh- Shaggy. No, fuck off. <laughs> so you're giving it a one too? I think so. Yeah. This is gonna be the highest rated movie on the list. That's <laughs> hilarious. I know. Um, <laughs> dialogue. It's pretty bad, to be honest. Yeah. Um, not even. I like the jokes. I think they're pretty funny. Um, I guess my problem is. There's some really sloppy stuff. Like when we first meet Ruben and Cookie, they're like, hey, I'm Cookie. And oh, I'm in the car with my nephew, Ruben. We like, we're both here and we're riding in the car. And I'm like, do we really need that much exposition in one line? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it is for kids, you know. I know, yes. Straight to the point. I, you know, what I, what I hate in, in movies is when people are like, like they're trying to write in the exposition but they're trying to dance around it like it's like natural speech and they're like mm. how could you talk to your sister that way you know something yeah. like that you might as well just hop to it but i do think I don't, well this isn't kind of is, is the dialogue is there a separate category for writing no i'm gonna i'm gonna conflate the two okay because i think there was some lazy writing overall um, like what like, for example, when Sin Caro comes in and they're like, luchadors are prepared for anything because he, mm-hmm. he just has the magnet. Right. Like, that pisses me off. Like, it seemed like a bit, but like, it wasn't funny necessarily. No. <laughs> I do like that it's a U magnet, just like the most like basic, yeah. iconic magnet. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure like I've never seen one of those in real life. <laughs> Maybe in like a science class or something. Yeah. Um, so I didn't give it a score. Dialogue. I'm going to give it a C, a 75. Okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a, a 79. 
Okay, I I do the math on that. Yeah, sorry, I made that more difficult. No, it's okay. Sorry. I I yeah. Um, plus point seven nine. Where I stand. All right, that's a seventy-seven. All right. I think I could have probably figured that out. Lucky number. So next is acting and reacting. I think the acting's good, actually. Um, yeah. The voice actors, they're professional as hell. They've been doing this forever. You know, Matthew Lillard is amazing as Shaggy. Frank Wilker's been doing it for fucking ever. It's like a, just like a, like his part of his life, it seems like. The, right. um, the WWE superstars, and I think that's why these <clears throat> this studio works so well because they're acting already. So like what they right, they're so good at their characters already. They just yeah. So especially when they're not playing other you know action movie characters and they get to play their in ring selves, mm-hmm. it really I think they do a good job at it. Very rehearsed. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a. I guess like I don't know. I, uh, nothing's really sticking out to me as like com- coming in as bad other than like the dialogue, but they perform it fine so i guess i'll give it 100 percent. i think so too all right this is gonna be that's so funny (laughs) at the top of the list well the second highest is pure country pure heart which matt and i um i don't know why we gave it the highest such a high score (laughs) um and then last is overall your overall score which when you give that just give like a closing closing thought just what you want to leave the listeners with and um yeah i can go first or you can you go first um overall score so i like this movie i love scooby-doo i love the scooby-doo tropes the mask coming off i love the dynamics of the five of them they each kind of like fit this perfect segment of a piece of a pie kind of thing like they make a the gang makes us such a great rounded group Mm -hmm. and i love all the the eating a ton of food between shaggy and scooby is always so funny um (laughs) Velma, the kind of like pseudo intellect thing that Velma does yeah. is very funny to me because it's clearly tongue in cheek. Fred, yes, and the, yeah, and Fred being clueless and kind of a simp, dope. Mm. It's just, I just, I very much like. I have a, we all have a special place in our hearts for Scooby Doo. Yeah, and um, so I guess for an overall score, I didn't love it. You know, it's not Zombie Island by any means, right? Um, and it's not the live action movie, but. I'm going to give it an 80. Okay. Point 0.8. Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's that was basically my thought, too, is, like, I love Scooby-Doo, love the vibe, but, like, also, as far as Scooby-Doo movies I've seen, it is it doesn't, like, rank super high. No. I like how different it is with the mm-hmm. WWE mashup. But, yeah, I think I'd give it, like, a 75. Um, What what is that overall percentage wise? um, Like with the other movies, or do you mean like what? Um, It's uh, wait, what? What was it? Two point six nine divided by five. That's a fifty three percent. That's a fail. That is a fail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great. Well, that's it. That's all we got for the show for you tonight. Yeah, Um, that was pretty quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I figured, you know, Scooby Doo. We can rip through it. It wasn't right, very it is plot heavy to, to power through. It's it's a lot harder to criticize small things. Like I feel like with live action movies, there's so many variables. Mm-hmm. Like for example, like the costumes, like didn't even come up because they just you take it for face face value, right? You know, 
yeah it, it, yeah it's and it's like i don't want to just shit on a kid's movie like scooby-doo <laughs> you have to meet scooby-doo in the middle a little bit right um it serves its purpose yeah absolutely well thanks for doing this Lindsay. of course i had a great time i wa- also wanted to ask has anyone borrowed your copy of scorpion king yet no see that's what makes it the best joke ever because nobody <laughs> emails me about it so it's funny because i'll just oh. plug it every episode and nobody nobody emails me i i really want somebody to do it today is miles birthday yeah come on guys my birthday is july 24th so if somebody doesn't do it by then we're gonna be really mad yeah. i've been plugging this for like a year so <laughs> i know i remember you talking about it um during our christmas episode right cool did you want to plug anything before you go people can find you or anything you're working on yeah please follow me on instagram at lindsay.bug l-i-n-d-s-e-y dot b-u-g um as far as gee i don't know do you know who that, what that impression was no what was that wait <laughs> yes yes holes yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you um I, you know, with uh, everything that's going on, my creative endeavors have been somewhat uh, stifled. I am supposed to have a book of poetry coming out later this year, but oh, like, yeah. it's very indefinite when that will be. So if you're interested in that, just follow me on Instagram and you'll be able to see basically everything I do because we love Yes. Okay. Yes. Th- so th- yes, follow Lindsay on Instagram. I love her Instagram. Very cool. Very active on there. Active on the story. Thank you. We love to see it. Um, cool. And I will catch everybody next episode. Thanks for listening. And Bye. goodbye. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.